Welcome everybody to the MGA MediaCast. I don't even know what episode this is because we just did a bunch in a row. My name is Trey Willie Dills, joined right next to me, live from the road once again by El Presidente John Lucky Kick Morley. There it is, <laughs> the signature honk. Uh, and we are literally on our way back right now from the MGA World Championships 2022. Uh, just. What- just made a critical decision. We did. Yeah, we're rerouting. We're rerouting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Stop Siri? it at Top Golf. Yeah, we have not had enough golf yet. Yep. Um, so yeah, it, it happened, and uh, we people who listened to the media cast on the way out. Uh, we, you know, we talked about how every year is always the best year ever, and this year, of course, no exceptions, right, no, John? No exception. Absolutely, yeah. best year ever, biggest year ever. Yes. And, uh, I mean, a lot of good stuff to talk about. I think uh, we should cover some details of the event, what we enjoyed. We should probably talk about our champ a little bit. And then I, I think it's important we uh, we discuss the elephant in the room. and um, The talk, elephant? Yeah, the, the elephant. You know, okay. the, there was something that was missing, and um, people people are curious. About oh, it. you're right. There was something. So the, uh, yeah, there was signage that just said MGAW. 2022 yeah they're missing the the c so oh and also it's the sign said media welcome mediocre golf they're missing association i I guess you're right i guess you're right those were missing whoops big time mess up so yeah the 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 banner in case anyone missed that the eight by eight banners had uh mgaw 22 which really, spoiler, you know, MGA World wasn't supposed to debut until next <laughs> that's year. That's right. Yeah, that's when we also moved the World Championships to Florida. Yeah. Because that's the best place to have a theme park, right? Yeah. And uh, we'll be opening Shank Mountain. <laughs> Shank Mountain. <laughs> Which I just saw Cleveland had a post on their Instagram uh, featuring you uh, on the top of a mountain looking for one of your balls. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That was a that was original Shank Mountain. It was it was within the three minutes. <laughs> okay. And, all right. Good. To and know. we were waiting on the group ahead of us. Good to figure. know. Yeah. Yeah. So day one, I'm guessing then, huh? But uh, but no, Willie, that's not what I was talking about. I was oh. talking about specifically there was a, a person that was missing. A person. Yeah. Everyone seemed pretty mm. concerned. Oh yeah, Maddie Ice wasn't here this year. Uh, okay. Seattle media, a longtime guy who's never missed the world championship uh, or a world or a mediocre golf. Matty Ice, living living life large. That's what he always says. Life large. Yeah, Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Seattle's Matty Ice. uh, When we did the OG test at the the Worlds, that man had been to every single world until this one. Yeah, noticeable, noticeable missing party, and we were all concerned. We were concerned, uh, but a lot of people called him. I'm sure. Sure, he got lots of text messages, pictures getting sent to him, and uh, he didn't. He didn't miss it for a small reason. He is doing fine. It's, you know, he, he new addition. Fine, new addition to the mediocre family. Well, I right? mean, he he just ignored one of the biggest rules mm-hmm. or recommendations. Oh, probably that's right. 9HDB is the biggest one. It's probably rule number one. Yeah. And uh, FFF is the other one. What does FFF stand for one more time? Fuck free February. Fuck free February. He he don't fucking February. Don't fuck February because then you have a child yeah. the first week in November and you yeah. can't go to the world championship. And 
maybe congratulations, like, man. Yes, by <laughs> yeah. the way, on your child, yeah, congratulations. You're screwed. And congratulations on the sex. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, if that means that their birthday is gonna line up for years to come with the world championships, which is a uh, yeah, huge mistake. Maybe once we get rid of daylight savings time, it'll mm. work out somehow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can move things around. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, huge misplay there. Uh, misread, I would say. Yeah. But, uh, you know, normally I would, I'm happy when people get it into the hole, but this time, <laughs> <laughs> this time I kind of wish that it had lipped out just this once, you know? But so, yeah, no, so there you go. Right. They you were, know. yep. People were missing Maddie Ice, you're right. But yeah. uh, there, was, there was one other person missing. Okay. At a specific time. Uh-huh. A time uh, that was on MGAWC.com. On, on the schedule. I'm drawing a blank. I got to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how else to help you here, Willie. You missed the award ceremony. I did. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. So, about that. Yeah, I guess we should talk about it. Uh, that was... Uh, you know, look, I've missed the bus before. You have, which is why I was not <laughs> overly concerned. We, yeah, we tried. We yeah. called. We knocked. Yeah, but I didn't think you were dead. So okay, well, so. yeah, I appreciate the faith that I didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I heard that people were knocking on my door. I have an excuse for that one. Uh, I was in a suite, mm -hmm. which has two rooms. Fancy. Unfortunately, that means that uh, the door where you can knock is a living room quote-unquote door and where I was mm -hmm. uh, in the darkness with another door dead. closed <laughs> yeah dead to the world uh, could not hear that uh, phone going off unfortunately I'm one of those one of those people who cares about those around me and I generally keep my phone on silent big mistake at the world's though yeah. I, I you know what after that the next day that phone was on full volume okay. uh, and course. I did have an alarm on, which apparently either didn't go off, which I have two theories about. One is that I just set it for, because I remember I set it for 7.30. That was, 7.30 was going to give me enough time. Party starts at 8. That's true. plenty of time. It's going to give me enough time to get in the shower real quick. Yep. Uh, slap myself in the face a few times. Like, just get... Fucking mom spaghetti. Mom spaghetti. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Uh, look in the mirror dang, and just say... Dang. You got this a few times. You yeah. only get one shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, do all of the things necessary to do to be down there and ready to rock at uh, 8, 8 o'clock, which we actually do the awards at, I don't know, what, like 8.45-ish, yeah, yeah. something, 8.30, yeah. So that was the plan. I may have put 7.30 a.m. in mm. as the alarm because my phone doesn't currently have a 7.30 p.m. alarm already programmed right. in. All right. So I might have just seen 7.30 and said, that's the one. Yep. And it could have been AM. Uh, so that might happen. Or I may have literally, and I have no recollection if I did or not, just woken up, turned it off, and then just went back to bed. It's possible. That's possible, too. Yep. But yeah, basically, when we got back after the golf, I decided that uh, I wanted to be at my best, at my top form. So I needed to lay down for just a quick sec. Just a nap. And just, nap. you know, and just kind of re get refreshed. Just a, a quick recharge of the batteries, and unfortunately, you know, I woke up with an absolutely full charge. <laughs> um, but uh, I was really only looking for about a third of a charge there, and yeah, so I felt really, really bad. I obviously I don't want to miss the uh, the award ceremony, and I know that some people were really worried about me, but I uh, just want to let those people know I'm fine. 
uh, we're good. But I'm never gonna let that happen again. Yeah. No and more naps after uh, Saturday round. <laughs> that that is just. I, I think I think I've historically napped most of the time after the Saturday round for like a quick second. Um, or depend. Well, I guess it depends how much time we have between when we get back and when it starts. Um, and I think normally it might be a little more. But we had a playoff, obviously. Right. So yeah, it was all like you know it's. Trying to get a lot done in a short amount of time, and uh, and I messed up. Let's so. uh, let's talk let's talk the playoff. So yeah, let's talk about the playoff. Playoff was between Ooh. Phoenix's Miguel Slovic, no stranger to WC playoffs, first time. First time he though. was in the playoff, right. but yes, he has he has been a caddy in a playoff. Exactly. Yeah. So and he knows what the pressure looks like. Yeah. Uh, now he had to feel it himself. Uh, and he was playing Tallahassee's Lord Daniel Petrowski. Lord Daniel Petrowski, which Who? when we first found out what his score was, took a second to find his name on the list because we weren't putting in Lord. Yes, that was that was our mistake, <laughs> yeah. not his for yeah. registering registering under Lord Daniel. But uh, but yeah, I mean they they tied at five plus like eighty three. It was like 170, yeah, it was in the mid to high 170s. Yeah. I'll have to look at it again. Uh, but just, you know, some solid golf for sure. And then uh, had had the playoff in 18, as we do. Yep. And uh, when we drove out, we had me, John, following, riding on the back of their carts, uh, filming the entire experience. And I got to say, it was, uh, it was a, a great group. And both guys knew what it meant. Both guys took it very seriously. And it ended in spectacular fashion. Uh, started off with... The, so you got something else before Well, that, I was yes. just going to say that the you did a great job documenting it on Mediocre Golf Association's Instagram page Instagram in stories. the stories. Yes. And now I've added all those as a highlight. So if you go oh, to nice. MGA Instagram and look at WC22 Playoff on the story highlights, you can watch... All of this that we're about to talk about. Sweet. Yeah, good. Because, like, the stories are, are temporary, so right. you have to, yeah. I'm glad that that's going to live forever. It will. Uh, we had, uh, it opened up with a caddy fight. Diego <laughs> Diego was the caddy uh, for Slovic, and uh, St. Germain, day one leader, caddy for uh, for Lord Dan. Now, Germain is from Tallahassee, which yes. makes sense that he was sure. chatty for yeah. uh, another Tallahassee media. But a Phoenix guy why, went out of his chapter. Yeah, went out of his chapter <laughs> to grab an Albuquerque guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll have to ask him about that. Maybe we could get him on the podcast at some point. Maybe. You know, he, he has a very small social social media presence. I, he likes to keep to himself, but... I still don't know his actual name. <laughs> is it Mike? Is it Miguel? Is it Miguel? Is it, it Slowick or is it Slovic? We don't know. No one knows. Uh, I actually think I probably call him different things every yeah, time I see everyone him. Everyone does. But, uh, yeah, so we start off with the caddy fight, which was pretty epic. Um, and then we move right on to the first tee... Now, Slovic goes first, mm -hmm. and he hits one off to the right side of the fairway, but he doesn't quite catch all of it. He's a little short and a little right, and on that on that hole, that is a tough place to play from, for sure. It is. You're playing, from there, you're going uphill over a bunch of bunkers. Yeah. He had about 160 yards into the green, I want to say. At that point, but you're also hitting into the sun, I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. And, and a crowd of medios mm -hmm. wrapped around the back of the green. Yeah. 
So uh, Lord Dan goes the, to the left side, but in the fairway, I'm pretty sure. He hammered, Decent poke. Yeah, he hammered yeah. a drive up up the left side. He probably had like 130 yeah. to go. So and obviously, a much better angle as well. Exactly. So advantage, advantage to the Lord. Yep. Advantage Tallahassee. Uh, second shot. This is where things really got dicey here for Slovic, and he, uh, well, he duffed one. He fucking chucked the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> About, yeah. 20 yards into a fairway bunker. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he was in the fairway bunker. I've been there many times. This is a tough shot out of that bunker now approaching the green, especially knowing that the other guy's sitting in a great spot, and now you have to get up and onto that green to feel like you have a chance, right? Do you remember the what order did they go? Did Slovic get past Slovic, him when he no, jumped into the bunker? Yeah, he was past him, so Slovic duffed in, okay. and then uh, Lord Daniel went, went next. Okay. And he hit uh, what can only be described as a fantastic shot uh, to the basically the center of the green. Yeah. Now, the pin placement was on the left side down a slope. So he did leave himself a downhill putt, amateur move. About like 40, <laughs> 40 footer probably. Yeah, yeah. Big, long, nasty amateur yeah. putt or uh, yeah, downhill putt. But uh, but he's on the green in two. He's on the green. A lot yeah. of pressure on Slovic now yes. lying to in the bunker. Correct. But Slovic, as a... Uh, the heart of a champion, I would say, showed here on his next two shots. Okay. He hit a fantastic shot out of out of the sand. Like we said, tough shot, just over the back of the green, uh, and onto the hill. It within the medios. They had to they had to scatter. Yeah, they had I to mean, scatter. It was, yeah. it was a good shot. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I don't but know. you know, it's one of those shots where out of the bunker, you pro he probably clubbed up a little bit. Yeah. You know, maybe was thinking it was gonna have to take a nice poke to get it there and then and then caught it perfectly clean or something like that yeah i didn't actually see it no that's uh, not perfectly no okay it, yeah. oh he sculled it i mean well it was okay. thin it was thin okay but anyways it got up there yeah just behind the green i mean he could have like melted down You're at right. that point right so yeah. gotta give him credit there yeah. uh so over the green and uh now he's lying three and of course as we said uh tallahassee lying two yeah so a lot of pressure a lot of pressure. Medios Slovic is, is out off yeah. the green. Medios standing all around him. Uh, this is you know playoff it's, for the cup or for the belt, excuse me. And uh, and he's got to make a good shot. He's lining it up. The respect respectful spectators start <laughs> yes. turning their music down, which sure. he does not like because it was a party atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the music goes down. Slo Slovic in, in he steps off the ball because yes. there's not enough noise. Yeah, he says, turn that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets back behind the ball. Uh, and then he hits what can only be called the chip of a lifetime that looked like it was going to go in for a, a Halfway solid there, second I there. I thought it was going in. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it just ran out of steam and came up about two to three feet short. Yeah. But not, not a gimme. Not a gimme, but a, I would expect him to make it. Right. Yeah. So now that reverses the pressure mm -hmm. right so lord daniel steps up to like what you what you described as a 40 foot downhill putt and uh over a rise over a rise like yeah kind of goes up then down yeah and uh, i think he got he scared himself a little bit yep. and he came up a good 10 to 12 feet short which means he still has a downhill putt that still has break to it as well i might add yep. uh so now he he does get the opportunity to now go again and as you said right before he putted for the belt he's got a putt now tallahassee claims in their instagram comments that i said for the boat 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so now for the boat is so, forever tied. Yeah. yeah. Okay. For the boat. For the boat. <laughs> okay. I don't know. John wasn't drunk sure. at I all. I don't remember <laughs> yeah. what I said. I may have said for the boat. I, it, well, it's documented. I don't know uh, we I can go. Remember. We'll analyze. We'll get audio analysts to analyze that audio for us. Uh, and uh, no, I'm pretty sure I heard for the belt. And uh, as it was going down the hill, we all kind of realized it had a chance. He hit a solid putt, and it uh, it didn't even sneak in. It just dunked right into the hole. Now I've seen there's multiple angles of this. Sure. Obviously, we got a a lot of media, got a media, media angles, and the one that was was head on. Yeah. It took a little turn to the right midway through, mm-hmm. where it may have still just snuck in, but it either hit something or there was break there that I didn't see and yeah it turned back left yeah. to the last foot and just went right straightened out into the middle of the cup and so yeah he drained it and uh that was it that was it that was boat. it celebration time for the boat yep. uh and also uh for the rosé chug which occurred <laughs> uh yeah so Tallahassee the entirety of the chapter who was there just went absolutely wild it was a great scene all around. Uh, there always is that moment when somebody wins, especially in a playoff fashion. Uh, just fantastic. Fantastic champion, fantastic runner-up, fantastic field of medios this year. I had a great time. Now, many of you listeners will uh, re- remember that we had a chapter leader on not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Chapter leader Ian Cowas. Ian Cowas That's from why Tallahassee. people know about the Rosé Chuck. Yes. Uh, one media came up to me and thought it was a bit strange <laughs> that we've had one chapter leader on oh. from Tallahassee Uh-oh. and now a Tallahassee chapter member wins the belt. Yeah. Do you think the fix is in? I mean, I know for a fact that it's not, <laughs> but uh, I, you know, can, it is. Can you prove it? It is funny. I think what I would call it is I would call it uh, serendipity. I would call it like kind of that's just how stuff happens sometimes. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, now on that on that episode, mm-hmm. we even did talk about if a Tallahassee member were to win. Did we? Would there be yes? There would there be the world's biggest rosé chug? He said yes, there would be. Well, guess what happened? Yeah. <laughs> they and won, they, and also the cha- and he mentioned them winning the chapters cup would be awesome, and they would all do the rosé chug, and that is what happened. That is exactly what happened. Those motherfuckers <laughs> beat San Francisco in the Chapters Cup. Yeah. We finished second, lost by seven strokes to uh, to Tallahassee. For anybody listening out there who doesn't know what the fuck the Chapters Cup is, top three scores from each chapter at the World Championship get added together. And, uh, and that is your total score for the Chapters Cup. And it actually, I, I worked out the averages this year, and third place was Cleveland. Okay. And their three players averaged 91.8 per round for right. their total. Solid. San Francisco was second. We averaged 91.6. Ooh. And uh, uh, Tallahassee won it with an average of like 90.3, which is actually, that feels great because that's fucking perfect yeah. mediocre golf, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what should win it. 90, 90 is the golf, baby. Exactly. We've been saying it for years. Yep. Uh, that should be good enough to win tournaments. There you go. Uh, and it did. So, and you know, I got to say, when you have the, the champion in your chapter, obviously that's a huge advantage because that's clearly the lowest score possible. You yeah. just need a couple other guys to have good rounds. 
and they had Saint Germain. Saint Germain came in fourth place. Uh, club, yeah. You know, clubhouse leader after day one. So, yeah. Uh, you know, and and I thought Ian Cowis was he their third? Because I thought he finished no, somewhat he, high. He may have told you that he was. Uh, okay. <laughs> he wouldn't shut up about the fact that even if they had to use it, because he was their fourth best score. Uh, okay. He's like, we still could have won it with my score. It's like, <laughs> but you didn't. Look, he is Your a score funny guy. Didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, so yeah, so the, for that one guy, the fix is not in. Yeah. We didn't uh, lower Tallahassee scores or anything. Well, fuck, they had the round one leader too. Yeah, really, yeah, I don't, yeah, right. I don't buy it, man. Yeah, the fix yeah. Is in. All right. I mean, look, the mediocre golf gods may have put the fix in, Maybe. but uh, me and John are not those guys. Uh, so there you go. Congratulations, and uh, looking forward to see. You know, we had a great champion last year. Uh, we always have a great champion, in my opinion. This is going to be another fun one. And if you're not already following MGA World Champ on Instagram, well, you should do so now because he's yeah. got a year worth of posts coming out of Tallahassee, and he's, uh, he seems like a really fun guy. And we'll get that get that account switched over to the new champ as soon as I can remember what the password is. Four to six weeks. Four uh, to six weeks. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, so there you go. Well, so, congratulations. World Champ from Tallahassee. Chapters Cup is in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. Medio Cup. Where did the Medio Cup should end? Should we talk up? about that? Yeah, we should talk about that. So day right. one. Let's well, let's explain. Medio yeah. Cup is a Ryder Cup style event. San Francisco versus the world. San Francisco, OG chapters. Yep. Obviously, we are America in this. Yeah, situation. we represent America. The world is uh Europe or whatever. Or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> uh and we take the top ten San Francisco guys plus two captains picks versus the top ten world people and two captains picks and we play a match play event 10 points available so whoever's holding the cup uh, can retain it with five points and uh, the world has held the cup for four years they needed five points to retain it they've already won it two of those years <laughs> with yeah. a tie with an exact tie yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah so that means team San Francisco has to get at least five and a half points mm -hmm. to be able to take that cup back to San Francisco. Now, before the Worlds, I predicted that San Francisco was going to win this thing. Uh, I feel that way every year. Sure, sure. Don't feel the need to make predictions. It's just, yeah, you know, it's, it's yeah, it's what's going to happen. So, uh, me and John were both playing in a match together, actually, um, and uh, unfortunately split those. I was not able to beat uh, the guy who never missed a fairway and never was not near the green ever. It's just uh this is this is Mike Robin. Mike Robin, yeah. And as as we're playing, he starts asking us. He's like, "Oh, uh, is Scott here? Is this guy here?" It's just naming all these San Francisco players. Yeah. And at the end of it, he's like, "Yeah, I've played all of them in the Medio Cup." Yeah, it turns out he's played in the on Team World like 5 times, which is just it's insane. It's crazy because it's hard to make it to Team World with yeah. so many players. Uh, Team San Francisco is usually some of the familiar names, and then a couple of guys who had a good year maybe kind of move in and out. And then, of course, you got the captain's picks. But to be on Team World that many times is just nuts. And, um, I, I can't mean, think of another guy with that many appearances. No. Once we saw him play, it made sense. Yeah. He is the most consistent, mediocre golfer I've ever seen. Yeah, it was crazy. It was just and, his oh, bad dude. shots were better than my good shots you, most of the time. You want to know what he shot? No. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. 90, 90. Oh, really? Perfect mediocre wow. golf. Fucking least surprising thing I've ever, wow. ever seen, but it was still hilarious to see it. 
So, I, yeah, so that day, I unfortunately just couldn't pull it together. And then also, I think this is what happens is, is this kind of messed me up last year on day one. I get so into my Meteo Cup match that it changes a little bit of the way I play. Just like John, you probably specifically <laughs> yes, remember one shot where you were like, I, know what you're I don't about. think you should hit that one. Uh, I had a ball sitting literally on a rock. And, in, in uh, a creek. In a creek, on a, on a rock. And it was going to destroy whatever club I decided to hit. But I was already in in two, and he was near the green in two. And I said, I'm trying to win here, man. So I tried to hit it, and I actually hit a pretty decent shot. It was amazing. Um, it got up about five feet short of the green, so I still had to chip from there. But, you know, I gave it my all. I tried my best and uh, did not pull it out. But luckily for me, on my, in my group, John was able to pull it out. How did you feel you played? Awful. awful. <laughs> okay. But but my uh, my competitor played awfuler. Awfuler. Yeah. 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 He, so you know we actually we repaired we both had five penalty strokes so it was cool to play straight up mm -hmm. and we thought we were going to be you know having winning holes with pars and birdies. Yeah. Double bogeys. Double Front bogeys nine, got there a few double times. Double bogeys got it done. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I managed managed to win my match so we split that one. Um, which just meant that World needed four and a half points out of the rest of the guys. No, no, just four. World. Uh, oh, sorry. World SF needed four, needed four and a half points out of the rest of the guys. And I was I was feeling good because I was thinking about what the matches were out there. And I'm thinking, you know, look, I've been playing on Team World for a few years now. And uh, on that team, I don't know who any of these people are sometimes. <laughs> but on this team, back on Team SF, I was thinking about, okay, we got Todd out there. You know, we got Sanders out there. Yeah. We got Koth out there. I'm like, yeah. we got Justin out there. I'm thinking, there's some, there's some wins out there. Yeah. Uh, and there were some. And wins. there were some wins out there. Yeah. And in fact, it was, the cup was again, in the, again incredibly, clo incredibly close. Yeah. The the singles matches. So there's uh, eight singles matches. And once we tallied all those up, San Francisco had five points. Mm -hmm. The world had three points. So San Francisco needed. Half, Half a point, point. Yeah. one tie yeah. in the two four ball matches, and the four ball match you would think has a higher probability of a tie, right? Right. Because it's harder to win holes in those. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because you've got each team takes their their best score and puts them up against each other between yeah. two players. Yeah. And you're right. You would think you'd get a tie out of one of those, but the first one comes back, no tie. No tie. World takes it. World takes that one. All right. World has four points. We move on to the final four ball match. And uh, wouldn't you fucking know it, <laughs> the stupid-ass world team wins that one, too, for yet another 5-5 tie to yeah. retain the cup yeah. for the fifth straight year. Well, I got to say, you know, even though it's frustrating to lose when you're getting ties, you got to give it to Team World a little bit that they know exactly what they need to do to get the job done, and they're doing it they do year after the year. The bare minimum. The bare minimum to get it done. But yeah. it gets it done. You know, you could, we could move to a President's Cup style where there's an odd number of points out there. <laughs> Which I, technically you can still tie I, though, right? I've because never watched a single President's Cup match. Don't <laughs> yeah, care. Yeah. Give me the right. There's a reason why nobody cares. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. So congratulations again to Team World. Team SF going to have to come back strong next year. No. Make a move. What led me to this was uh, the fact that the champ is in Tallahassee. Mm -hmm. Chapters Cup is in Tallahassee, mm -hmm. and your Medio Cup captain, who takes home the fucking Medio Cup, mm -hmm. was from St. Augustine. So Florida. everything is in Florida. Yikes! Yeah. All right. 
Well, as long as they remember to bring them this time, we don't have to overnight them. <laughs> DFW with the uh, Chapters Cup set yep. a new record last year. Yep. And also set a record for how much you could spend to <laughs> overnight a $40 trophy to, yeah. uh, to Vegas yeah, when you forget it. It's now cost more transporting that trophy than that trophy is worth itself. But I will, I'll give him credit. He got it there. Got it done. So thank yep. you, Todd Jenkins. Thank you. For yes. making it happen. Um, all right, so there you go. So there's the uh, the, the major results this year. Um, and uh, we'll have a lot more to talk about in the coming weeks when we do more media casts, obviously. Stories will continue to come out, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, let's talk about, like, just before we go, what was your kind of, like, biggest moment, biggest, uh, the craziest thing that happened, just, just memorable experience from this year's World Championships? Uh, I would say... The most memorable, and I'm, I'm sorry to do this to you because you weren't there. Yeah. But the uh, the Rose Chug, uh, Tallahassee, I, I texted Ian Kawas, their chapter leader. I'm like, hey, I think I want to start a new thing. I'll let the champ pick what song he gets to accept the belt to. Ooh, like that. Yeah. So they send me the like FSU fight song. <laughs> yeah, they were all singing that like on the bus ride home. So, so yeah. So I'm like, uh, fuck, I committed this, didn't I? Okay, whatever. So I, I send that to, uh, send that to Toby, who, Toby stood in for you at the, uh, Oh, the good. I'm glad that, yeah, I was, I was going to ask you job. about that. Toby's, yeah. Toby's awesome. Um, and yeah, added, added some color. Still would have preferred to have you there. Obviously. I mean, yeah, no, but. obviously I would have too, but he's, he's, <laughs> at least Toby Toby's the, there. Toby's the man. Yeah. So Toby, I told him what to play and he made an executive decision to not play that really and they start doing the rosé chug and he's got the fucking top gun theme on i'm like this is so much better <laughs> nice. it was so good dude. nice yeah so all right it was uh, very memorable. i you know i gotta say that was i was definitely looking forward to that rosé chug i'm glad it was a fantastic moment uh i did get to ride the champ bus as i always do on the way back from the course and I gotta say, they were a lively bunch. They were all having a great time in the back. Uh, it was so funny. At some point, I can't remember, some guy next to me gets up and, and starts going like, get the champ up to the front of the bus. The champ rides the front of the bus. And everyone looked like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> like, no, we're all, we're fine. We're good. Thanks, I guess. Uh, some, yeah, it was just a guy trying to, you know, have a moment and right. <laughs> didn't read the room, I don't think. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I will say my most memorable thing was that uh, day one, here's, here's the other like odd coincidence. Last year on day one, I get to play with you, John, because we're in a match together. Yeah. This year we're uh, in matches against other people, but together in the same group, right? Yeah. Day two, I play with the same guy as last year. <laughs> uh, Jay from, uh, from Los Angeles uh, chapter. And uh, as soon as I saw him, he was like, oh my God, you, you gonna shoot 80 again? He's like, starts talking about <laughs> yesterday's round. I already kind of knew I, it, I wasn't feeling it the same way as last year. So I was like, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But I'm gonna say this on day two, this, this is my, my most memorable thing is just the entirety of day two's round. Uh, it was just so much fun, like so positive, everyone having a great time, guys who don't, necessarily come from the same walks of life uh maybe don't have the same views about a lot of things yeah. but all just 
agreeing that golf is awesome. Yeah. And we're having a good ass time out here. Yeah. And uh, I want to give a shout out to Court from Mississippi, who was in my who was in my foursome. He kept telling me all day how sweet it was to be playing like with a with a co-founder and how honored he was to be there and it just warmed my heart you know to hear that uh, and and also I guess lastly just how many people came up to me and I heard a lot of people come come up to you as well John just uh, giving gratitude and saying thank you for everything and saying how much they enjoyed so many different aspects so you know even though I feel really bad about not being there and that was you know I. That's just so dumb, like just the, the whatever. But I, you know, look, lessons learned, life lessons learned. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not saying like that doesn't deter from a great friggin' week that I just had. Shit would get boring if everything always went perfectly. <laughs> I like to keep people on their toes. Exactly. Will he or job. will he? <laughs> yeah, or will he or will? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> will he or won't he? Yeah. Uh, you know, here's what I'm gonna do next year, John. Okay. When I get when I check into the hotel, I'm gonna ask for a couple extra room keys. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna pass those out to people I trust. There you go. So one to you, Tessa, and Diego will get the third one. Good All right. Call. Yeah. That way, if I'm not at anything, we know that you I, can come get my ass. All right. We could do that, or you could just sleep in the pool area. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Just come take a nap right next to the stage, yep. and just be like, "Look, I'm ready to go." Uh, but yeah. Anyway, that's I, you know. One one other thing I wanted to add that I really enjoyed from this weekend was the the band at the opening party. Yeah, because we've had bands in the past and they've they've been hit or miss. And obviously, you can't suit everyone's taste. So sure. like this year, you you sent me like three bands to look at. Yeah, and this the one we had. I was just like, it just feels like it'd be a great vibe. You don't have to stand there and watch them if you don't want to, but it's going to put a good vibe out, and it, I think it did exactly that. Yeah, so. yeah I heard nothing but people saying that they enjoyed it, and uh, it set the it set the tone, I think, set, yeah. made the mood appropriate for it to be a party atmosphere. Uh, and that, that whole Thursday night thing, we learned some lessons from last year, so we tightened some things up. I thought the... Uh, I thought the chapter leaders competition was a lot of fun. I, some people appreciated that it was not as long. Not as, the as last long. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did. Uh, I got two reviews on my El Presidente special cocktail, uh-huh. which, by the way, we did not design. Yeah, those yeah, we did not come up with the ingredients for those cocktails. <laughs> those were. I said, "What cocktails can we have for one drink ticket?" Yeah, and that is what they came. They up gave with. us a few options, and, and that's what we were like. Okay, that sounds fine. And yeah. we flipped a coin to who's who yeah. got which one. And uh, I, I actually I opened Facebook uh, the next day, and you know how sometimes you open Facebook and like the first thing you see is a post, and you're you're reading the caption, and then it updates your feed, and mm-hmm. it disappears. It goes yeah, like yeah, back yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. And I was midway through someone commenting on the drink, and I think it was saying like this was the most disgust, and then it disappeared. <laughs> Disgustingly yeah. awesome right? drink I've ever had. Yeah. So I went. I'm like scrolling, trying to find it. Yeah. Never found it. But as luck would have it, I'm pretty sure I ran across that guy as I'm going up the escalator towards our tower. He's coming down and he's like, hey, El Presidente, your drink fucking sucked. (laughs) That was disgusting. Oh, man. I'm like, okay. Yeah, all right. And then I had one other guy said he liked it. Okay, there you go. 50-50. Pretty mediocre. I I will say that, um, you know, it would be cool to just have us design something that would be would work it'd be awesome we'll see what we could do about something yeah. like that yeah my drink was not a drink i would normally drink 
Uh, but I did have yours. I wouldn't call it disgusting. I was fine with it. Yeah, it was fine. It was a it was a sidecar. Both drinks had a little more sweetness than I would prefer, but yeah. whatever. It's a you know it's a cocktail. They were trying to come up with something fun. I still think it was a success to just to have that yeah, as an option, right? I and I think a lot of people ordered them. To be yeah. fair, yeah. yeah, it sounded like every time I was up there, people were asking for them. So. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, there was a lot of little fun extras that we added this year that I think a lot a lot of them worked really well, um, and there's a lot of stuff that I know I wanted to happen, uh, and we, you know, we just a couple things we got to work through to make them happen. So we just you know look we, for more little fun things like that every time. The the plan is to have that meeting for ideas uh, more than a week out from this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, that's probably smart. Give ourselves a little more time. Yeah. Uh, but you know, a lot of things went off without a hitch this year, and that's just how it goes. You know, it's like you got to let it be the magic that it is, in my opinion. You know, so there you go. First podcast from the road, MGA 22, uh, 2022 over. On to next year, uh, and we got a whole season of uh, MGA play in between, and a lot of fun stuff to come. The media cast will continue. Yeah, we'll definitely do another follow up to this event. Yeah. Uh, this week or something. I mean, I definitely need to give some context for why I called uh, Lord Daniel Petrowski my best friend mm, because yes. a lot of people don't know the backstory on that. So there I'll, is a story to that. Yeah, yeah I'll get that all uh, all lined up oh. to to reveal. A lot of people next, next year aren't going to know what the hell for the boat means. So yeah. you know, it's like there's always something that you need a little context for. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there are a lot lots more to come here in the MGA uh, podcast and. Uh, you know, everybody who came, thank you again from both of us. Absolutely. And, uh, thank you to the volunteers. Thank you to the volunteers. Thank you to the chapter leaders. Thank you to the golf course and the hotel and everybody who made it. The bus drivers, everybody. Everybody yeah. who made it happen. Uh, for El Presidente, John Lucky Kick Borley, I'm Straight Willie Dills, co-founder, and we will see you guys next time on the MGA Media Guys. <laughs>